Brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit this week. Arduino! Arduino! Yes! Uh, I'm so psyched to finally be able to have Arduino on IMPI. It was a featured project product set on digikey.com. Uh, if you ever want to see what I pick from, uh, go to digikey.com slash new. Um, that's what I uh, that's what I check every week when I have to pick something to highlight on IMPI. So this week we're going to be covering the new Uno r4 minima and wi-fi this is the wi-fi this is the minima uh they're both uh renaissance ra4 ra4m1 chipsets um there's actually it turned out i didn't realize that the portento is also renaissance so this is not the first renaissance chipset from arduino but is the first one that is not the pro series is from makers um okay so you know what's the deal here uh the uno R4 Wi-Fi is, it's a Cortex M4. It's running at 48 megahertz. I think it has 256K of flash, 32K of RAM. Um, the Wi-Fi version is kind of cool in that it also comes with an ESP32 S3 that acts as a uh, SPI to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth low energy because the Renaissance chip doesn't have built-in Wi-Fi. So you have like a co-processor. Um, this is very common on both uh, Adafruit products. We've used ESP chips as co-processors as well as um, on Arduino boards. There's been a couple nanos that have co-processor chips. Why not just run the code directly? Um, well, there's a lot of peripherals that are really nice on the uh, Renaissance chip. Um, it runs at five volts, which we'll chat about. Um, it also has things like CAN bus and DAC and ADCs that are nice and reliable. And you know, the ARM Cortex M4 chipset is, is a really nice, well-established core that has a lot of code um, ready to go for it. Um, you know, we were even chatting with somebody uh, during this hack chat today, and they're like, "Oh, why don't you have MP3 decoding working on ESP32 and CircuitPython?" It's like, well, the code we have is is designed specifically for ARM Cortex, uh, and the ESP is 10 silica. Um, another nice thing is, uh, you know, we'll talk about it, but these are all open source hardware, and they're designed and assembled in Italy, um, and they of course look amazing. They're very good looking ports. Um, there's also the Minima. The Minima is, uses the same chipset, but doesn't have that LED matrix. And it doesn't have the Wi-Fi Bluetooth chipset. Um, this is the Minima. You see uh, you know, where the Wi-Fi chip was. There is instead this buck converter, which we'll talk about. It's a 24-volt-in converter. Um, you know, it's a very, I want to say minimal um, board, but part of it is the cost is quite low. These are only twenty dollars. Oh, it's called the minima. It is the minima. So this is a twenty dollar um, dev board, and the Wi-Fi one is another seven dollars and fifty cents. And they're part of the Uno family. Um, and you know, it's funny. I was like, "What's the first Arduino?" This is like the first Arduino prototype from two thousand five. Which I even think. have an earlier photo, but you, you know, have one too. This is yeah. like the website. In our Arduino retrospect. I have like. The first hand soldered one, I think, somewhere. Yeah, and having and this was this is clearly you know a through hole soldered hand soldered version. You know the original. You know some people say, well, you know the Arduino has had um, other Cortex chips, um, and they've got the, the Leonardo, and they've got you know the which is a five volt USB native, and there's the Uno. Uh, sorry, the Arduino Zero, which is SAMD twenty one based, and there's been other you know besides that. Um, what's interesting about this is that you know this follows. 
it, even though it's Arduino shaped, this is really the next in the Uno line, which started with you know that handmade one, and then the Decimila in the top right, the Duomila Nove uh, middle left, and then the Uno, which came went through a couple different uh, versions. You can see there's actually you know uh, six kind of variations of the Uno with the SMD processor. The R3, which added the IORF and SDA SCL pins, and then a couple of power supply noodlings here and there, and the reset button moved from the middle of the board to the top left. Um, so you know that that family started with you know an Atmega 8, which is an 8-bit microcontroller, 8 megs of flash, to the Atmega 168, 16 megs of flash, to the Uno R3, which was uh, 32 megabytes of flash, 2K of RAM and also an 8-bit processor and, and it kind of stood there for like the last 10 years like the the last uno r3 was released in um you know basically 20 yeah. you know uh 2013 or so like the original came out in 2005 and then they revised it for eight years and then it kind of stood still um i wanted to throw in this we even, we even made an uno we made unos as well um and you can see uh you know the date code on this is uh 2020. yeah and the for the short version of this um arduino got split into two companies the um arduino.cc folks massimo and most of the original founders were in a jam and when they were in a jam we said okay we'll help you out we'll make arduinos because they didn't have a way to make arduinos because someone took the trademark and started a new arduino in italy with one of the former founders and uh, it was a big giant mess um eventually that person went away the arduino turned into one arduino again but to get Yay. them to get them through to the other side um we stopped everything we made arduinos yes for the arduino team these are the ones made in the usa yeah. that's right I, I said 2020 but i meant 2015 it's a 20th week of 2015. yeah and um this is assigned the first one hot off the pick and place by massimo and lamore i think there's only one of these that exists it's in our adafruit arduino museum that's right um but this is the first time that they've taken that uno um you know, the particular Uno brand, not just that shape, but the actual Uno uh, name, which is really like their flagship product. And they're saying, this is the R4 now, this is really the next generation. And um, it's a big jump. Again, the previous one was 8-bit, um, an 8-bit uh, microcontroller from Atmel, now microchip, running um, 16 megabytes of flash, two megabytes of, sorry, 16, uh, th 32 kilobytes of flash, two kilobytes of RAM. I'm, it's so small, I can't even keep track of it. Um, and a little bit of EEPROM. And now they've moved up to a 32-bit Cortex-M4, so it has a floating point unit and everything. Um, it's got the same number of analog input pins. It has an extra DAC. Uh, the DAC is nicer than the SAMD21. It has a 12-bit DAC instead of 10-bit. It has six PWM outputs. UART, I squared C, SPI, it adds CAN bus. Usually you would have to have added a, a CAN shield, but now you can do it natively. You just need a CAN transceiver. And the most important thing, which is, um, well, not only is it a ton more flash and RAM, it's 256K, 32K RAM, but it can run at five volts, which is a rarity. There's a, not a lot of USB native um, ARM Cortex chips that can run at five volts usually they run at three volts and this was a little bit of a sticking point which is why um boards like the uh, zero and the due they weren't quite dropping compatible because you know a lot of times people didn't need five volts to communicate with servos or to communicate with um lcds or you know doing can bus stuff whatever 
that wanted five volt power and logic, you were kind of stuck. You'd have to use level shifters. Now you don't. You can you can use this board that's got all that power, uh, but is running at five volt native. So the chipset they're using the RA4M1 um, Cortex M4 series. We did cover it a few months ago on INMPI because I kind of saw that this was um, Arduino had announced that the R4 was coming, and I was like, "What is this interesting chipset? Let's talk about it." So if you want to go into more detail of the family and all the different specifications you can get with it. Um, we covered, you know, basically the whole data sheet um, and all the peripherals available. Even the, there are also, also, you know, another thing that's interesting now is um, reminds me the ADCs are 14 bit, not 12 bit. So you like everything is just a little bit nicer than um, the SAMD21 or the Mega 328. Um, the pinouts they've got, um, you know, are kind of standard. You've got, uh, you know, they tried really hard to make it as compatible with the Uno R3 as GPIO wise. Is possible. So the PWMs are in the same place. The UR, the SPI, are shared across the same pins because um, a lot of people still expect to be able to get the SPI ports on, you know, digitals 11, 12, and 13. They expect A4 and A5 to also be um, I squared C muxable. So you know they did find some configuration that made um, everything work. But they also, of course, have the DAC and they've got you know CAN bus on. Um, you know, two or three of these pins. I'm sure you can select maybe which ones they are on. There's a JTAG uh, debug port, but otherwise, it you know, it, the GPIO pin locations and functionality should be as close as possible. I'll say, you know, there's going to be some things like if you're writing to the registers on the Mega directly, those aren't going to um, match up the same. And this is the Uno Wi-Fi. Uh, ditto, you know, the the way that they got the matrix running, I'll show it uh, in a bit, is there's just so many pins on that um, RA4M1 that they actually had extras to communicate with the, because um, the original Atmega328 had 28 pins, and I think this one is a 44 pin. So plenty of pins left over um, to use to communicate with the yeah, ESP Wi-Fi coprocessor and also control the LED matrix. Um, Something that is interesting is they added a uh, USB switch to um, select whether you want to communicate with the um, ESP32 S3 or the um, R4. It's controlled by a GPIO pin, but apparently there's a jumper on the bottom as well. There's a level translator to talk to the ESP32 um, S3. The matrix is controlled directly by the um, Renaissance chip, which I wasn't wasn't sure about until I looked at this. Um, this is the, the USB bridge. Um, so interesting, I guess, if you want to reprogram, one of the things that's an issue is if you have to want to reprogram the firmware on the S3, um, it is a little bit annoying to do because you, you have to create a software USB bridge, but this allows you to do it um, a lot more easier where you can then enumerate directly to the ESP32 S3 with the built-in ROM bootloader and you can you know easily, with ESP tool, um, upload new firmware. And the LED matrix is Charlieplexed. Um, you know, so there's a bunch of LEDs. They do have a library. So, you know, if you're like, oh, how do I address all these different pins? Um, you know, that's taken care of. It is, it is a monochromatic red LED, um, display. You could probably do like one or two bits of PWM, but it's pretty much LED on or off, but, um, they have a, a matrix driving library for you to use as well as, you know, the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth also, um, there's a library to use that you can, um, the example code for connecting to like their cloud service. And you know you could easily adapt existing Wi-Fi code from um, earlier Arduinos or from ESP32s uh, to use the the Wi-Fi version of the M4. 
Um, and this is their core. So um, I kind of took a look around. The, you know, the core has support for a variety of different chips. Um, the RA6 is supported through the Portenta series, the RA4 through this Wi-Fi Minima. I saw a PR for the RA2 uh, family as well. So I'm going to even use the RA2. Uh, but it looks like they're actually doing a lot of development on this. Um, lots of activity in the Renaissance core, which is good. It means that, you know, you can... Um, expect this will be supported for uh, quite a while. I like that it was like, you know, a standalone core. I'm pretty sure they're not using embed as um, the subset driver. And so the individual files for doing analog inputs and digital IOs, uh, the code is all there in um, the cores directory. And then they also have the libraries for, um, you know, all the peripherals for CAN bus. You can see Arduino CAN is included. Looks like they have free RTOS running underneath, um, SPI and mass storage and USB. Um, they have a couple of interesting USB demos. Um, I did notice that they're using Teeny USB as their USB core, which is great. It's one of our open source um, USB peripheral and host controls, um, which means that you can use, not maybe not drop and replace you know, immediately, but with a little bit of adaptation, almost any of the Teeny USB examples. Um, you can want to act, have it act like a USB keyboard or mouse. MIDI device, disk drive, all that's possible with Teeny USB, which is pretty sweet. Open source is kind of cool. Open source is kind of cool. Speaking of open source, um, the schematic and CAD files are available. They're in Altium, um, but you you know you could probably just fine them. as long as it's in the format that um, they made it in, and someone can import it and do stuff. Um, other stuff with Arduino, the ProLine is not open source anymore. But this is or it wasn't open source to start off with, but the Uno R four is when we were checking because we were like okay things are changing there's stuff going on in arduino the uno r4 is so if that's something that's important to you congrats good it's, it's still open source it's open source and th what that means is that and one of the powerful things about arduino is you design your prototype using arduino you get it running and then if you want to spin your own board using the renaissance r4 chipset this is a great basis for it because you know that the schematic and the core and the bootloader is well established, um, and you you know you have just like the the Atmega three twenty eight and the SAMD twenty one. They really exploded after Arduino built a core for them. They did all that work, so that's why you should buy the uh, Uno R four uh, to help support them. Available DigiKey in stock. Lots of them are in stock. There's about a thousand of each as of this videoing. Um, check it out. Uh, you can pick up. I picked up one of each. I've got them here. I can just show them off really fast. Um, they come with, um, this one I think is actually a preview, but, uh, they come with, um, uh, these nice plastic holders and then they've got some example code here. I'll just plug this in. Oh, I forgot to mention they also have USB-C, which is pretty nice. Yeah, they've updated. So now you can use any of your standard, uh, USB cables. Uh, you can just see the demo for the, uh, LED matrix. Um, and I tested out, there's a STEM IQT quick port over here and we plugged in a bunch of our sensors and, you know, they work over I squared C. So, um, you can probably build a lot of IOT projects without even doing any soldering. All right. That's new. That's this week's INFI and they have a video. We're going to play it. In a universe of possibilities, we were there for the creation of a new standard. The maker world didn't start out of nowhere. It started with ideas, people, and tools like the simple Arduino Uno. Now it's time to make a quantum leap forward and to add a new dimension to our world. 
Introducing the Arduino Uno R4, a 32-bit ARM Cortex-M4 microprocessor offering more speed, memory connectors, and connectivity options than any other Uno before. The best prototyping and learning tool for anyone just got better. Unlocking a whole new level of possibilities. Ready to explore the new dimension of making? Let the stars guide you. All the work that we've done in the years before converges with the Uno. Uno is a very important design. It's probably, it's probably one of the most copied designs in the world. Una roba incredibilmente hacker-friendly. Bellissima. The Uno R4 has definitely taken a leap forward to push new creative limits. O Arduino Uno R4 ele é um passo gigantesco em relação ao anterior, né, que, é, que todo mundo ama. Innanzitutto il cuoricino dietro saldato bombato è tipo bellissimo. Sobre la nueva placa de Arduino Uno R4 Wi-Fi, podríamos destacar una infinidad de cosas eh, super chulas que ya han sacado. The Uno turned makers into innovators over 10 years ago. Now the Uno R4 brings more power to them and to you. Forget any memory limitations. The Uno R4 Minima allows you to bring past projects into the future and empower the electronics you already have with unprecedented computing performance and voltage range. And to do even more, connect your creations. It's easy with the Uno R4 Wi-Fi and Arduino Cloud. Plants can ask for more water. You can check your doorstep for miles away. And intelligent devices can talk to you only when needed. Choose the best Uno R4 for your next idea, starting at $20. Join us on this new journey into the future. Arduino Uno R4, the new dimension of making.